Welcome to the St. Michael Easter podcast series. My name is Chris Garada, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Easter is community, rediscovering one another. After being physically separated for more than a year, we're looking forward to the opportunity to reconnect and become even more the kind of community that God intends. May the power of the resurrection strengthen us on that journey. Thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. A reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 10. Now as they went on their way, Jesus entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to Jesus and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But Jesus answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. Here ends the reading. Now, at the risk of projecting myself a little too much, this passage has always been hard for me. I am a busybody. I'm a busybody who lives in a community of busybodies, let's be honest. And most of us hearing today's meditation are good at getting things done. We don't stand idly by. We are not spectators in our own lives, but rather participants, players, so to speak. Which means we likely sympathize with Martha. Ever since I first heard this passage, I've been annoyed at Mary. I mean, just imagine the scene. Jesus, the great teacher, has come to their home. He could have stopped anywhere, in any home, but he stopped in their home. It's an honor for him to be there. And he likely brought a small crowd along with him. Now Martha knew what this meant, knew that they were honored to have him in their house, and so she naturally got to work to make him and probably the other guests comfortable. Meanwhile, Mary just sat there. Admiring Jesus, listening to Jesus, doing nothing helpful. Now, what I find hilarious is that Martha, obviously annoyed with Mary's inaction, throws her straight under the bus. She goes to Jesus himself and complains about Mary. Jesus, why are you okay with Mary doing nothing and leaving me with all the work? Tell her to get off her butt and help me out. It's hilarious to think that her good work might be made better by whining to Jesus. I mean, what was she even thinking? To be honest, I don't think she was really thinking at all. She was busy doing what she thought she should do, and she saw her sister doing something totally different. In her busyness and stress, Martha lashed out. Mary's inaction had nothing to do with Martha, but Martha sure felt like it did. How many times have you been in a situation where you knew the exact right thing to do? Where you were absolutely confident that there was one proper path, one correct way to think, and when others didn't agree with you or go with you, you became defensive? Honestly, I see it all the time. Our church is made up of strong, independent, action-oriented people. It's so very common that someone believes a certain action should be taken. Perhaps that there's even only one right way to go. And when others disagree, they are personally 
offended. This story of Martha and Mary doesn't have anything to do with what's on the surface. We don't need to concern ourselves with who is right or wrong. Instead, Jesus invites Martha to consider that there is more than one right way to follow him. What I mean is this. Mary chose to follow Jesus by listening and learning. Martha chose to follow Jesus by doing acts of service. Neither of these women is wrong. Both paths are good paths. However, when Martha became frustrated with Mary's choice, she revealed her judgment of Mary. Martha stumbled when she believed that her path was the only right path. Jesus gently reminds Martha of a very important truth. We are all created in the image of God. We are all endowed with unique gifts, and we are all called to follow Christ in our own way. As we continue to reestablish our physical community to shift out of the pandemic and into a new future, I believe it would be good for all of us to really let Jesus's message today sink deep inside. We are all created in the image of God, endowed with unique gifts, and called to follow Christ in our own way. One person's discipleship may not look like how you or I express our discipleship, but there is beauty in the diversity of God's kingdom. As we end this Easter season and shift into the summer months, I pray that this deep truth will continue to sit and inspire growth inside each one of us. I hope that our future will not limit the beauty of God's kingdom, but rather embrace the amazing gifts we all share in our own unique way and all to the glory of God together. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Almighty Father, who gave your only Son to die for our sins and to rise for our justification, give us grace so to put away the leaven of malice and wickedness, that we may always serve you in pureness of living and truth. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.